Welcome to another episode of Nerding Daily. I'm sitting here with Jackie. Hello. I didn't refer to you as special guest. Did you notice that? Because you've been on a couple times now. <laughs> Today, we're, we're going to talk about a, a new Netflix show called Chambers. And then we're also going to cover, well, we've covered it before, but we're going to go into more depth about the haunting of Hill House. So what made you want to talk about haunting of Hill House again? Because Chambers is kind of like horror genre. Okay. I think think the categories are hurting the viewership of these both of these even though i think hunting and hill houses fits more into the horror category but i think there should be a new one because they're they're i think when people hear horror they think no story just slasher violent film you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i think i think some of these films are really good and they're getting missed because some people are just like, oh, if they hear that word horror, oh, I'm not going to go see it because that's a horror movie and I'm not into that. You know what I mean? And I think they're missing out on some great stories because they're too scared to watch them. And this, to me, Chambers and Haunting on Hill House, even though Haunting on Hill House has some good parts that can be kind of scary, they're not so scary where you can be up all night and like having nightmares. Well, I think um, Haunting of Hill House is more just, I guess, more just scary in glimpses kind of kind of like in sixth sense when like one of them would walk by it was just like whoa what was that but would you categorize sixth sense as a horror movie Mm. right see see what i'm saying that's what i'm saying people don't Hmm. is it sci-fi is it a thriller what is it is it action (laughs) (laughs) it's a drama i think it's a drama yeah But see, that's the thing. Like, I mean, I know some of these movies can cross and TV shows can cross genres, but um, I don't know. I think people are missing out because they see, oh, that's under horror. I'm not going to watch it because I'm too scared and they're missing out. You know, what's weird is the other day one of my coworkers was saying they didn't want to watch Bird Box because it looked too scary. See? I was like, Bird Box? Really? Yeah. See, I I don't understand. But her eyes are closed. (laughs) And, and, And you know that... Bird Box was pretty good, but it wasn't great. I I love I enjoyed it. I watched the whole thing, and I, and I love Sandra Bullock. Yeah, she was great in it. But those freaking kids stressed me out. Oh yeah, and and they did get that down because the kids wouldn't listen. They just wouldn't stay in the boat. Oh, spoiler alert. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so we're gonna talk about Chambers first. Uh, this is full of spoilers, so if you don't want to uh, have this show spoiled for you, uh, stop listening. Uh, otherwise, if if you don't want to watch it or you're not sure about watching it, I'm gonna encourage you to go watch it. I do have some slight problems with it. Okay. <laughs> A couple of problems with it, but there's things I like too. So we're going to cover that right now. Okay. Ready, go. Ready, go. So Chambers, which uh, is starring Uma Thurman. How cool is that? Uh, and Tony Goldwyn. Is that his name? I don't, I don't think I've seen him in anything That's else. the thing. He's new. And, and so is it. Well, to me. And then Nicholas. Um, gosh, I'm terrible with Galazine? these last names. Galazine? Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of hard last names here. And then who's the lead? Sivan Alira Rose. She was, at first, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. <laughs> but she grows on you. Holy moly. Yes, I would agree with that. Really... The first episode, I did not like her. I'm yeah. like, oh, how am I supposed to watch a whole show about her? <laughs> I think because she has a change of heart. Mm. Mm. Just kidding. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. That was bad. Oh, Any- that's anyways. a bad dad joke. <laughs> 
That's an uncle joke, not a dad joke. Okay, but you, well, you're both. So I, I am both now. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Moving on. The first episode, we're really just getting to know all the characters as we do with every show that we start. But this one starts off. I think the first episode is actually pretty good. I mean, she's, I'm making a face. I know you're making a face because you didn't care for the makeout scene. Give me a break. Well, the reason I liked it is because, you know, it starts out basically here's a, a teenage girl and her boyfriend and they're fooling around and she almost has a heart attack. Or she does. Yeah. Does lead to her actually having to have a heart transplant like immediately, which, you know, I don't know how that thing works. I'm not sure. I don't know how realistic that is, but she's lucky enough because at the same time, at the same hospital, there's a donor with a perfectly good heart who had just passed well, away. Didn't they say she was like the third on the list? And so it was like, it was but, a miracle. Right. You're right. But there, but the people on the list refused the heart for some reason. They mm. didn't say why. But that, we don't they... find that till later. Yeah. Yeah, which is interesting. So anyway, she's given this heart, and then she's invited to dinner, I guess, to, to the, the donor's uh, parents' house to, to, to meet them, want to give her a scholarship to this school. And their daughter's name was Becky, right? Mm-hmm. She's basically finishing out Becky's, I guess, school year. I don't know if they're the same age or not, or it's just a scholarship in her name, right? I think they are the same, I think same age. Yeah, it's never really clear. She goes over to dinner there, and, and they're kind of, there's something going on. I, from the get-go, I always felt like there's this vibe, a strange vibe with the parents. Like, there's this big secret they're not giving, and I don't know. What did you think? Yeah, I think it's very creepy at the beginning, not, not just blatantly, but you know there's something weird going on with this family but you don't know what it is yet you think maybe they're just because they're they're more wealthy sasha comes from much more humble means than the lefevers and so you don't know if that's what the difference is there at the beginning you think it might just be that socioeconomic difference which is what they wanted to do with this show and from someone who lives here in new mexico it was really interesting to see because here you do see a lot of really wealthy people but then you also see a lot of the not so wealthy people and it's i would say it's just a very southwestern it's almost like a different like culture almost yeah like, or dynamic at least mm-hmm. yeah i didn't i don't think for me that's what it was i don't i feel like there was something else they weren't telling her and I thought it was weird they wanted to meet her and have dinner with her. And you wouldn't want to meet the I, I, kid. Like, if that happened, you wouldn't want to meet the kid who had no, your child's I heart. No, I really, I, I don't know that I would. I would. Not, I, I think I'd rather move on. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to think about it. Like, I mean, I think I don't even want to know. See, I would know? be, I, I think I would be happy to know that a part of my child was still helping someone. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know be honest with you and i hope i never know yeah but there's there's still this like in the show this this like i don't know how they did it too that's so interesting but there's something strange going on with the parents and and right away i think in the second episode you already you see the dads into like some weird like meditation ritual or was it the third episode i can't remember but it was one of the first couple ones shasha starts to figure out she starts to get a bad feeling right away like there's a weird bite. They offer this scholarship to her. She's like, I don't know if I want to accept it or not. And her, her, uh, I think her uncle. She lives with her uncle Frank. Mm-hmm. Big Frank is what they call him. Who, who is one of my favorite characters <laughs> in this series? He's so good. Like, yeah, I loved him. He's well. I mean, he tries as hard as he can. 
but he you can tell he's got a good heart and he loves he loves sasha and um he wants her to take it because it's a good opportunity for her but um she's got just kind of she's got she's got this bad vibe she's feeling later on we find out that i don't know if it's start she starts to have things happen to her right away we we binged this, so it's all like kind of <laughs> blending together. She starts to have these weird like flashes. And what episode is it that um, Becky's mom gives her the dress to try on? That's like the second episode. Is it the second episode? Yeah, because that's when that's they when... they they're having this like ritual where they're burning oh, things that's that right, belong that's right. to Becky. Yes. And I don't remember what happened with Sasha's dress, but then the mom's like, "Here, put on my daughter's dress." It's like something got spilled on it, or yeah. or she puts on Sasha puts on Becky's dress, and doesn't she have a like the quick flashback or something yeah is that the night she finds the camera yes yeah she finds a camera in becky's room so she gets suspicious right away later she's she goes home she has this weird like very real episode yeah i mean we the viewer didn't know it was real uh fake yet but uh she she has this like weird episode where she even rips the dress to get it off because something's going on with she it. feels like it's, it's like choking suffocating her. her yeah yeah it's really weird she takes it off and rips the zipper and feels bad about it and the next day she takes it back and and tells uh becky's mom hey miss lefebvre i'm sorry i ripped the dress but it's not ripped so she's like what the heck mm-hmm. <laughs> So all these weird things start happening, deciding if she she should take the scholarship. She's going to miss her friends and go to a whole new world, basically, and start over. So she has this tough decision. I I think she finally decides to go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. I forget why she's convinced to do it, but... I think just because it's a better school. Yeah, and and, and it means a better future for her. But it's a two-hour bus ride. Is it two hours? Yeah, something like that. It's something ridiculous. Um, I don't know if it's two hours a day or just two hours, but she has to get up really early to go. And it's just terrible. <laughs> so the Lefevers find out about that. And I don't know, I guess they have her over again for dinner. I don't know how they how, how she gets invited again. No, um, isn't this the same night? It's not the same night. Isn't it the same night as that, that burning ritual? Well, they have one initial dinner first, and then maybe, they're, maybe they invite her to the ritual. Maybe that's what it is. Well, that's when she gets the dress. Uh, I and I think, I think is that the same night she gets I think so. oh it is you're right it is so we we kind of got out of order there but she um she ends up at their house again somehow and they're like oh we're so sorry you have to go two hours here's a car so they give her Becky's car so it's just like and she's like oh no uh you I can't accept this and and they're like yeah please please accept it and I Becky's mean, twin brother is, is jealous completely well it's, you know said hey I don't even have a car I I don't blame him, to be honest. I think if uh, my parents did that to me, I would be a little angry. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't have a license, and that's their excuse. But And that, and that uh, Sasha's born in need. Right, right. And it is going to make her life easier, of course. But I think Frank's kind of mad that they did that, or she didn't ask him or something. Mm-hmm. He was kind of upset about that. So, um, well, it makes him feel bad, like he can't provide for her the way this, you know, secondary family can. Right. And he's right. doing the best he can. He's trying hard, and it might make him feel a little guilty too. But uh, things start to get weird. It's like Becky and Becky's friends even start. She she starts getting to know Becky vicariously through them, and um, Becky's like trying to communicate to her. She feels, and she meets one of Becky's friends who's a complete weirdo what's her name penelope. Uh, penelope and and penelope makes it sound like oh they were like best friends forever until becky locked her in a steam room and burned her <laughs> this poor like, girl I, which was that after the ritual that she burned her or was it i can't I, remember I, don't know. I 
it's very weird. Like, I think it was after the, we find out later. I'm getting ahead of it. But uh, we don't know why Becky burned her, but she burned her pretty bad. Yeah, so, she burned this poor girl's scalp and she's got this bald spot and she has a wig that she has to wear. Yeah, it's pretty thing. It's pretty bad. What leads them to that is the camera. They see the scar on someone's wrist because the, the camera was still on and in the house. The camera that was in Becky's room. The camera that was in Becky's room. But they see a scar on, on the wrist somehow. And they're, they're trying to figure out who, who owns the camera. And then they finally figure that out. And they finally figure out it's Penelope. And they're not sure where she is as far as friend or foe what happens next after that i think it's more like now she starts having more flashes and starts thinking that there's something bad with becky and um she's trying to piece together what actually happened because she'll have these flashes that there's like a demon in the bathtub oh yeah yeah she'll have this other flash where someone was walking by She's getting this feeling that Becky was murdered. She starts pursuing that feeling and she starts uh, getting the idea in her head that if she acts out certain actions that Becky did, like if she wears certain clothes and, and then goes through certain visions, like actually acts out the vision, it'll initiate a grander vision and she can actually see what's going on, which is kind of a cool concept. I kind of I like that. Mm-hmm. And and she actually goes to the Lefevre's house wearing the gown, right? Or what does she do? She does something like that. And then somehow she ends up, or is it the shower? I'm thinking this of two is, other times. Yeah, this is. So she goes over to the Lefevre's house where only the dad is home at the time. Oh, yeah. She gets naked in the shower <laughs> because that's where Becky died. Because she wants to know. But it's like, what? You're going to go to some random guy's house and go get well, she's, naked? She's in the bathroom, so it's not like, you know. But then she has a weird. Then but... she has a vision and like passes out yeah. and, and has to go to That's the hospital. Creepy. And the dad had has to, to dress her, which means. And they address that, that he, that he saw her naked. Mm-hmm. That he had to dress her. That Yeah, that was a little creepy. Yeah. That was a little creepy. It's like, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but let's. Let's go on to the let's get into the brother's story about how he's doing community service, but they don't really say why at mm-hmm. first. So his mom's just dropping him off. She's developing she's having a hard time. Uma Thurman's great in this, by the way. Uh she's having a hard time coping with the loss of Becky. And I think she's starting to see Becky and I think Sasha has slipped a few times by this point. And s- and Becky has spoken through her. Miss Lefevre's, Mrs. Lefevre's actually having like a weird psychosis where her body thinks she's pregnant mm-hmm. and she's lactating. She's got like what they call that line. I, th- I think pregnant. it's called like a linea negra. She's had Something all like kinds that. of yeah, interesting stuff going on. Oh, I almost forgot. In the car. Remember, Sasha finds Becky's journal, which is super creepy because it has all these weird like drawings of like face with that's a mask has a mask but then she she thinks it's just because becky was fencing that she used to do fencing and they wore similar masks and uh, yeah she finds this creepy journal and i think she ends up does she give that to the mom or does she give her everything else she gives her everything else but the journal i believe i think she keeps the journal because she she does take that stuff back and gives it to becky's mom Mm -hmm. and i can't remember else what there what there was but there's something that had to do with the journal Mm. so the brother has to be dropped off i guess at is he picking up trash? I think he's picking up trash yeah. at community service, and the mom had to go to an appointment, and she completely forgets about him. <laughs> yeah, she just leaves him there. It's so sad. And it turns out it's even worse because Becky was always the favorite, and he was always... Kind of like the bad sheep mm-hmm. type. Yeah, which is kind of sad. Uh, let's see. And then Becky has a friend, uh, Yvonne, and Yvonne's mom... 
um, who you find out te- who's really smart and taught Yvonne how to make uh, how to build computers. Um, they have that in a flashback. Yvonne's mom has dementia or Alzheimer's or something. So Yvonne has to take care of her mom constantly. And Yvonne's mom is really interesting. She has like these, these she always feels compelled She'll go outside and what seems crazy from one perspective, which I really liked how they did this, mm-hmm. um, like her having an, having an episode. But then from a, another perspective, she's actually helping Sasha, which is really weird because... Okay, that part confused me though. Right. Okay. Because so, at first when she's in the ambulance, she, she saves Sasha. Well, okay. Let's let's explain that a little better. Okay. Because, okay. So you, we know that the mom is kind of nuts and they, they do show this flashback one night where the mom just walks into the street and picks up a bumper and... Moves it out of the way. Yeah. She gets it out of the street and you're going, what the heck? And then you see Sasha's ambulance drive by and you know that the mom... Like for, saved her. Yeah. She saved her life. But then the mom goes, when she's having one of her episodes, she tells Sasha that... I'm sorry. She tells Yvonne that Sasha will kill her. Yeah. It it's does like, switch. Then why did you yeah. help her? Yeah, it does switch around. That was strange. That did that did kind of throw me a little bit on that on that end. I think it would have been better if it was more consistent with her protecting Sasha. Because in this show, because it would have been cooler. That when way. when people see Sasha, they can tell there's something evil about her. That's like, what I was gonna go with. Because she grandpa, finds the picture. Yeah, the grandpa, and then that's um, what I was gonna. She touch goes upon. to an aura photographer. And the aura photographer takes a picture of Sasha. Completely freaks out. Yeah, she freaks out because she's seen this aura before. And then she tells Sasha, or she says the word "insin," And then Sasha's like, what does that mean? And the girl won't even talk to her. And, and this keeps happening to her where people say that she's, or they'll say that she's bad, but they won't help her. They won't explain it. And Sasha's Native American. She's, uh, her her and her boyfriend, well, I think they're the boyfriend's uh, half Navajo and another tribe. I can't remember. He ends up picking Navajo, right? Because in the ceremony but she's she's navajo we should have mentioned all that because that adds a whole other element to Mm -hmm. this because they're very spiritual people and um that word the word i don't even know what you said insin i think is also navajo if i remember remember right but Mm -hmm. i could be wrong she didn't know what it meant she had to go home and ask her uncle and and I think it means, is it bad spirit? Something. I can't remember. Yeah. Or, or um, it's not cursed. I can't remember what it means, but it doesn't mean something good. <laughs> and she didn't, she doesn't like it. So she thinks something's wrong with her. And that's kind of, that's kind of early in the, and it's like the third episode. I mm-hmm. think that happens. I mean, and that keeps happening. And I mean, basically they try to figure out what's wrong with her. Right, right. So they're trying to figure out what's wrong with her. Well, she's trying to figure out what's wrong with her. No one believes her. And no one believes her. And she thinks she's crazy. The brother, I think she finally... She has a flashback to when Becky and he had a confrontation, right? Right, right. And she she's starting to figure out that, when, that she can see these better. And she can find out what truly happened. And her and the brother, um, she... She thinks that she was murdered. Her and her brother end up at like some party somewhere. And they find out that she was actually seeing some guy. And that that guy loved her. And that the guy was with her when she died. Mm-hmm. And he tells them the truth. And he tells her how, tells them how she wasn't murdered. And that she committed suicide. Which is like shocking. And um, and that he bolted. So because he couldn't be seen there or whatever. The brother's really angry about it. So he punches that dude quite a bit. <laughs> And then later, I think you're right, they, they finally get this idea that they can figure things out. So she reenacts the attack on the brother. And I guess they thought the brother was high, right? Or was he high mm-hmm. when he came home? 
I can't remember. He, I think he was high when he came home and uh, he caught Becky cutting tails off of a mouse for some reason, yeah. which I don't understand why they did that. And I guess some ritual thing. She like freaking out. She's like trying to cover it up. He comes towards her and she's acting kind of weird. She just stabs him uh, with scissors for no reason and then yells, uh, help me, he attacked help me. me. He attacked me. So she basically just blames him for uh, and he was high, so he didn't know what had happened. So uh, Sasha actually helps him out and clears that up. And then she figures out where Becky hid the weird mouse. And like a mouse tail. Net. It's like a daisy chain it was, <laughs> made out of mice tails. I, I don't understand what that was about, but very weird. Yeah. And and Sasha ended up cutting off the tail of a mouse for no reason. Yeah. She had this sweet little mouse that lived on her, her cabinet, which but, I don't know how sanitary that I know. Is. I said, well, that's why she's having all these hallucinations. She's got Hanta. <laughs> I don't know if that's one of the symptoms. Of <laughs> I think death is the only symptom. <laughs> anyway, so she completely freaks out on that. Gosh, what's the night that she has dinner there and accuses him of murder? That's before that. Shoot, we're skipping a lot of stuff. You need to go watch that. It's pretty good. You would you would like it. You guys would like it. You just need to watch it because uh, we can't keep it straight. We definitely did binge it. Um, long story short uh uncle frank starting to get suspicious sasha uh is uh um what does she how does she find out about her mom do you remember that part well let's see that morning like so she has a fight with the lefevers and then the next First, morning yeah, that's nancy goes over to her house the mom and talks that's to her and she is. said how did your mom die and sasha i don't remember what she said mm-hmm. and then it somehow comes out that the mom isn't dead that it's how did she find out i don't remember now i thought she was i um well she find I, uncle frank is the one that told her that her mom left her in a wendy's mm-hmm. abandoned her in a wendy's and that's when he started taking her uh taking care of her and then the mom came over again drunk or high and wanted to steal mm-hmm. her back and she, she wasn't an get a letter problem. yeah yeah and the grandpa um tried to cure her i guess in traditional ways and it didn't work or something and i don't know if she died or not i've never really gotten down to that part see i don't think she died i thought that um she was just gone i thought she had just left yeah okay because they don't really say what happened to her dad either yeah they don't mention that at all but um she gets mad at frank for some reason and ends up staying with uh the lefevers and she starts becoming more and more like, like you Sasha. Lied to me. Well, she's starting to get blonde hair and her skin. You mean more like Becky. Oh, Becky. Sorry, sorry. Becky. Yeah. Uh, she's starting to get more blonde hair and like she starts to have like white skin. Weird... Yeah, white her skin starts turning white. It's really creepy. That episode after she passes out, they try to get her on like drugs. Like... That's how she finds out. It's a drug that is for people who are addicted oh, or have been addicted. That's remember? Right. And then she finds out her mom was um an addict. An addict because. That that's right, because uh, Nicholas is on the same drugs. Remember, mm-hmm. so uh, that's how it I comes. I mean, Elliot up. or Elliot. I'm sorry, Nicholas is the actor's name. I stopped doing that. Hmm. Finally, Becky really starts to show up. She really starts to communicate to Sasha more and more. And but the mom wants her to Nancy. Come out. Yeah, so Nancy locks her. Well, she tries to kill herself. Nancy locks her up in like that really cool wine room they got. Yeah, but she takes all the wine bottles out, which would have been taken a long time. Yeah, <laughs> she starts trying to trigger memories to get Becky to come out, and Becky does a couple times. Becky tells her a couple times, and. We, feel, we find out why Becky committed suicide 
because they finally is revealed that there was this weird ritual that went on. Well, Sasha Sasha wants to find out what's going on, so she takes DMT. Oh, and then I forgot about finds that. out that Becky was, um, I guess, tortured in this like weird ritual by the people who um, go to the annex. That's right. this like creepy Turns yoga out they were a cult place. Yeah, yeah. So she she finds that out, and then she finds out that they basically were summoning some sort of creature and there's kind of little hints along the way what's the lady's name that that is like the leader of the annex or something ruth ruth yes ruth kind of said something one episode i didn't really pick you know come to me right away or occur to me what they were talking about until later because she said something to the fact that she needs more like an exorcism do you remember that Hmm. it was really interesting it was at the party oh yeah when she was talking to mr lefevre Hmm. I was just confused on their whole relationship. I thought he was like her, that was like his sister or something. Yeah. It was was kind of a strange relationship, how close they were all were and why they kept mentioning the annex and all that. I want to know what they do for a job because they have a really nice house, but I don't see anybody working. They weren't. Yeah, that's a good point. They didn't really say what he did. I know. It's very interesting. Finally, she's coming out. Uncle Frank's rushing over to the Lefevre's house because he he, want, he needs to talk to Sasha. And they end up getting pulled over. And one thing we forgot to mention is Sasha needed these, like, really good drugs for psychosis. He didn't want... He wanted to Well, they the thought best. it was anxiety. So they wanted to give her one of those trial drugs. Drugs, right. But they're really expensive. And he Frank didn't, have, didn't the have the money. So he decided to have the car stolen to pay for it. Yeah, first he tried to, to get, get a, loan? a loan from a loan shark, and then for whatever reason that didn't Falls work. Yeah. yeah, and then he steals the Prius that the Lefevers gave her. And then it turns out it has GPS. It's got a low jack. <laughs> so he's like, crap. So he has to go steal it back. It completely backfires. And then the loan shark comes and threatens him. And he punches that dude and tells him, stay away from me. I'm going to kill you. Well, I guess somebody did kill him. And then Frank got blamed for it because while he was on his way to save Sasha, they no, they pull him over and arrest him for mm-hmm. it, which is crazy. And then the boyfriend. Oh, we forgot about the crazy old lady. Oh. So there's this late old lady that's kind of throughout <laughs> the whole thing, and she just says creepy things. Uh, she comes up to the she van, just pops and they up sound out of nowhere. They sound incoherent, but they're actually, um, as you watch it, they actually make sense all the way through. Once you've seen the whole thing, I mean, well, they for whatever reason, there's this one scene. I think it's the second episode actually, where you'll see an eye in the oh, ceiling. Oh yeah. And you think, oh, that's not real. It's a hallucination. That's what you think. Well, no, it's real. Somehow, this <laughs> old lady, I don't know how. <laughs> Is living in the attic eating mice. <laughs> so weird. But didn't they see this old lady? It's okay. Downtown. So Sasha, Sasha lives in a different town than Becky did, and didn't they see this old lady in the town that Becky yes. lived in? That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, and then she's in Sasha's attic. Yeah. Eating know. mice. I don't know. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I was like, what? Well, and then she made that really cool like rock body, like a uh, gingerbread man like very, outline. Yeah, it was very weird, entertaining nonetheless. So they they kidnap the old lady. They, they find her. Up. Yeah, they find her in the attic. And she's like, "I'm trying to protect Sasha or whatever." And then she they bring her with them in the van. And of course, the cop pulls them over, and he doesn't even notice that this old lady's tied up. It's hilarious. Then <laughs> <laughs> search the van, just arrest Frank. See you later. And then um, she's like, she tells Yvonne, "You're gonna need this rock." this black rock or whatever and um here you go and you know this is you're gonna need this and she's like oh okay and they both go up front to buckle their seat belts and they turn around and she's gone yeah 
I don't know where she went. Hmm. I guess she's some sort of like good entity of some kind. But anyway. No, because, well, keep going. All right, let's keep going. But no, she's not good. You don't think she's good? No. Okay. Let's get to the end and I'll say why. Okay, okay. So they go to uh, the Lefevre's house. And before they get there, well, before they get there, they're headed there. They're headed to the Lefevre's house. And before they get there, Mr. Lefevre shows up and... At this point, um, Sasha has revealed to Nancy that Mr. Lefevre is part of this cult. Actually, it was Becky that told her through mm-hmm. Sasha because um, she recognized her dad as one of the masked men, which terrified her, and, and that they are the ones that put this dark entity into her. And tortured her. Yeah, and, and tortured her. And, and um, Nancy... Turns out because he thought his... Baby girl was so special that she should hold this power. mother evil. I don't know. I don't know. This they worship this goddess of uh, what was her name? Lilith. Lilith. And they kind of only explain it through a a quick little yeah cartoon like thing in uh, the uh, hospital, I guess, <laughs> which is really weird. So so she tells Nancy about the dad, and then yeah, she tells Nancy about the dad, and the dad shows up. Uh, Nancy confronts him, and they. Uh, he loses it. He wants to get um, Sasha out of there, and she stabs him. No, Nancy. Nancy stabs him. Yeah, sorry. Nancy stabs her husband. And then I guess he just dies there on the floor. Like, yeah, like a sad little puppy. <laughs> and she cries over him, and while they're crying and stuff, just kind of weird. The boyfriend show up, and Yvonne show up, mm-hmm. and they come and they rescue Sasha. Except Sasha has completely changed into. Becky. Yeah. And and Elliot, her the twin brother, he can't help because he has been oh, taken yeah, yeah. to rehab against part. his will again. Turns out he was against he was he says that he was drugged Before. by the annex people when he was there and nobody believed him and now he's back in rehab against his will. And so they're drugging he, him again. Yeah, so he can't help. So it's just Sasha and TJ who are trying to help. I'm sorry, it's Yvonne and TJ who are trying to help Sasha. And so um, the best friend has gotten a job at this annex place. And so she's able to sneak Sasha, who now looks like Becky, mm-hmm. in. And supposedly there's this machine that they're supposed to use. And, and so... It's a chakra alignment machine. Yeah. So TJ and Yvonne are trying to save Sasha. And it's not working. It's not working. And then they use the black rock that the old lady gave them. Yeah, they unscrew it like a light bulb and then screw it back in. And it just works. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then, uh, meanwhile, Sasha's having this kind of too long and, and annoying. Annoying. Like, but the one part that is cool is that they're blending of the houses. She, yeah, she's having yeah. this vision where her house is mixed with Becky's house, and like her life is they're they're intertwined. They're like intertwined, which is really cool. It's a really cool like allegory for what's going on because it's basically like two souls in one home. You know? it, yeah. So it's really interesting, but it, it goes just forever. Too long. It just goes forever. It needed to be shorter. And then. Um, so Sasha's, Becky's basically saying, you need to kill yourself. You're evil. and um, Which I don't understand. And then Sasha's like, no, I'm not evil. You are. Right. And then she kills Becky. The Becky in her in, in, vision. In her vision. And then she comes out. And, and then she back looks, to Sasha. Yeah, she looks like Sasha again. It's very weird. And then, you so know. So wait, wait. So I'm going to pause there. Okay. This is why I think the old lady's evil. It's because, okay, well, when we get to the very end. Well, let me say this. If it would have ended there and Sasha's life was back to normal and she heard her boyfriend were good, she went back to the school and everything was going back to normal, I would have been really happy. Mm-hmm. 
I would have said, this is great. Everybody go see this. But the very, I mean, you could have left it at that. And then I would have started the new season with this next problem that showed up. That's how I would have started. Well, I think they were trying to hook you. I know, but this didn't hook me. <laughs> it, it disinterests me in it. So we think poor Sasha, who's been through all this horrible stuff. Yeah. We think that she's going to get her life back. And she's right. she's, she's living with Grandpa. Because Big her Frank is in Uncle's prison. in jail. Yeah. yeah. Grandpa moved in with him because he ended up selling his house so that they could get a lawyer for Frank, which is so awesome that he did that. But it's sad, too. Yeah. And I don't understand. If Sasha, Sasha was truly evil, he would sense it. Yeah, that was weird. So maybe the good in Sasha is greater than the evil. But then this Ruth lady from the annex comes to the door. Oh, and then the whole town, too. Yeah, all these strangers come to Sasha's door. And they say, you're Lilith. She's like, no, I'm not. And then all of a sudden, boom, she's evil. She just like made all these people pass out. She tells out them or to go dead. away. She tells them to go yeah. away. And all the men, all the men either pass out or die. I don't know which one it is, but we don't know. So that was the end. So that's why I'm thinking that maybe this old lady was evil because maybe because Ruth was happy that they were going to to the chakra yeah, machine or whatever. You're right. Ruth was like, yes, they're doing it. Like like she knew this. Like, like it, was it was part of this of, plan. Part of some grand So I scheme. think this old lady was in on the plan. Possibly. She's like, here's this black rock that'll make her evil for the permanently evil. So that being said, I wasn't too happy with that part of the ending. I, w- I want to see a good Sasha, but maybe she will be. Maybe she'll maybe she has this power and she's strong enough to wield it. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't want the power. I have no idea. It would be um, nice to see her get her life back, though. Yeah. Like if she could get Frank out of jail. And, I just want to see her. And get, I want Frank out of well, jail. Well, and now Nancy is in this rehab place with Elliot. So it would be right. nice if she could get them out of the rehab place. And it would like to, I would like to see. I was kind of hoping for a happy ending. But even after she knocks all those people down, that Ruth lady's like, oh, you're wonderful. Right. She's smitten. She's like, what? Well, that's their goddess, remember? So... It was a display of power. And they were the ones that brought that brought her into this realm. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's definitely worth watching. Uh, I, if there was a second season, I would watch the second season. Um, I don't think it's... I would label it more as a thriller. What would you label it as? Yeah. Because I, I don't think yeah. it's... It's not gory to me. I mean, there was one scene that was kind of gross with the her digging her hand out. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to dig the white skin <laughs> out taking, of her hand. She's taking the white skin off. Yeah. But other than that, um, I I didn't think it was I didn't think it was um, too gory at all. But um, definitely worth a watch. Chambers with uh, Uma Thurman and what? Savon Alira Rose. I can me- really memorize that. So yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. So watch Chambers on Netflix. I enjoy it. I wouldn't. Next, we're going to talk about The Haunting of Hill House. Um, we haven't seen this one in a while, and and I talked about it a little bit briefly on one of the other episodes, but I really, really want to talk about it now because this story is freaking amazing. I want to watch it again. I'll probably binge watch it again here soon, especially since Stranger Things is coming up and I need mm. something to get me to that. <laughs> I have seen the movie. weren't very good. I know it's based on a book that is good. This cast, both the kids and the adults in Hunting, the Hunting of Hill House cast are excellent. Kind of reminds me a little bit of it. I mean, just the way mm. how, but except that these are siblings. 
I have to say the casting was really good because they actually do act and look like siblings. Yeah. They look like people who would actually be related. I really like that. I really whoever did the casting did a great job. The vibe of the whole show is amazing. I I love that that first episode I was totally hooked. And and it's it's scary, but it's not like gonna keep you up at night for days, you know, scary, that kind of thing. But it's not like jump scare either. It's it's a it's just right. And basically what it's about, it's about these kids like they all their dad used to flip houses and they get this one house. I mean it's a mansion. You shouldn't even call it a house. And the mom was an architect too. Yeah. Yep, she was an architect. So they would work together on these projects apparently. And this was supposed to be, of course, the last house that they were gonna fix up. One of the characters, I think it's Henry, he's he's like the a dad. Oh, is that dad? That's the dad. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Who's the one that's the author? That's um Stephen. Stephen. Okay. So Stephen Crane grows up to be an author and he basically exploits his whole family. And they're all kind of pissed about it. And he <laughs> he he doesn't hoard the money. I mean, he makes a lot of money off of it, but he, he will give it to him. He tried to share it, yeah. But most of them refuse it. But what's funny is cause it kind of splits the family up because some will take it and then they like will like hate this other sibling for taking it or whatever mm-hmm. it's kind of sad works, <laughs> but it adds another level to this and basically they're kind of estranged but they get a call uh, from the sister and i forget if it's before i forget exactly how it happens and this is full of spoilers too so if you if you haven't seen it yet and you want to watch you might want to quit now um but uh the sister uh dies the youngest, the youngest, youngest sister, sister dies but she calls them right before i think she calls them Oh no! Yeah, you're or right. Or does she call the dad? She calls the dad. Yeah, she okay. calls the dad, and then and then she dies. But then what's really creepy is she appears to to Stephen. Mm. Remember? Mm-hmm. And that freaks him out because um, he thinks she's in her apartment, mm-hmm. and he's like talking to her like normal. Mm-hmm. You know that part is like well, you don't know you don't know that you mm-hmm. don't know who this person is. Yeah, but it's really creepy. All these creepy things really happen. They're all like kind of like trying to brush it off is not real and they finally all get together for her funeral and all these other creepy things happen they all finally get drawn back to the house and that's really what the uh, main point of it is um is they have to deal with this everything that happened to them there and you have to deal with it with them and there's some pretty crazy scenes Mm -hmm. um i loved this one i really did they they're good they have to read each character has to revisit a horrible experience at the house i mean there's a little bit of uh there's some good that happens at the house but um the little girl had a ghost that would haunt her uh constantly called the broke neck lady is that what she called some, her? yeah something like that and the, bent neck, the lady? bent neck lady that's what it was and it was just this poor girl was just tortured by it her whole life and finally um it stopped happening mm-hmm. for a while for a while and then it would happen outside of the house which was just awful and that's part of the reason mm-hmm. uh she ends up doing what she does but the whole thing comes around full circle and at the end and, and it's just beautiful the way it ends so um long story short you find out that the mom she kind of goes crazy mm-hmm. and like the house made her crazy the mouse or the house the mouse <laughs> the house turns her crazy and i don't know she she they have like tea or something up up in the, yeah. in the attic and she tried, well there's this special room where this room it is, doesn't unlock it doesn't unlock, doesn't unlock but yeah. then 
these the kids are able to find these special rooms in the house mm -hmm. and it's revealed at the end that it was all the same room yeah. it just changed to whatever the kid needed it was a dance studio for one kid um, right and they had a tea party in there too well um it also these rooms step slip in and out of time because there's mm, times yeah. where they think that they're being haunted by ghosts but it's actually themselves in the future trying to open that door yeah remember that yes it is so clever um i love this one i highly recommend it i'm gonna watch it again and again and again because it there's i'm sure there's a ton of details that i've missed um there are some scary scenes like the scene where um the little little luke poor little luke crane goes all uh in the dumbwaiter Mm -hmm. all the way down to the basement and they can't get him up oh my gosh that mm. seems just intense but it's it, but then as an adult he's a drug addict and it's oh, like well no it's so wonder sad yeah it's so sad but yeah um and then well he also has that friend that lives in the forest remember mm -hmm. and then what happens yes. to her and then you're just heartbroken by the poor ground the groundskeepers oh just oh man but yeah so definitely watch The Haunting of Hill House. But you didn't say the best part. It turns out that, <laughs> it turns out that they were haunting themselves. That's the spoiler. Yeah. Yes. That's the biggest spoiler. It comes full circle. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I hadn't seen anything like that. And me this either. show was, it, it really did keep me like, what's going on? But, but that's why it's an allegory that deals with mental illness. It's mm -hmm. like, it's like how we, we do haunt ourselves, yeah. you know? We're our own worst demon in some way. So I really love this story and I really how it comes together. And I think a lot of people are missing out on this one. I've recommended it to so many people and they won't watch it. They're like too scared. And I think they've heard that it's really scary and it's not. It's really not. I mean, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it is really good. So I'm pleading with you. Go see Chambers or watch Chambers and watch Hunting the Hill House and check them both out. Anything else you want to talk about? No. Well, well, we are watching another creepy show, Dead to Me, but we're not done with that one yet. So we'll probably podcast on that one next time with Robert. He's watching that. I think Robert and Charlie are watching. So maybe we can have her on to you. Mm -hmm. Her perspective. So I guess that concludes this episode of Nerdy Daily. Um, I guess we'll talk at you later. <laughs>